and welcome to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower. Go Social is a relaxed and unedited conversation with marketing expert Josh Hightower. Josh is an author and the owner of multiple businesses, including Go Social Experts. Josh can help you create a thriving business using the wisdom, strategies, and experience he's gained through the years. Prepare yourself to enjoy the next few minutes as we chat with online marketing expert and business growth strategist, Josh Hightower. Well, hey, Josh Hightower, welcome back to another episode of your podcast. How are you doing, buddy? I'm great, Michael. How are you? I am fantastic, man. It is it is a beautiful day here in Little Rock. I'm super excited to get out and uh, after this after this episode and, and take a walk. So um, can't complain. Can't complain. That's a good plan. It is. I think, you know, we should do an episode on that of just um, tips like that, because too many times in in, uh, business, we just stay so focused on getting things done, right? Productivity and all that. Uh, What I found is some of the best times I'm productive productive, and some of my best ideas are taking walks and getting away from the office or away from my um, computer, to, to say, how can I think differently? How do I find better ideas and things of that? It'd be kind of a fun idea. You probably have some things from your um, from your your journey of entrepreneurship that you bring to the table. So that might be a fun fun topic in the future. But yep. anyway, not Love what it. we're talking about today. Today we're not talking about the past and things that you've learned. Today, Josh, I want to I want you to crack out your crystal ball. Okay, we're on the verge. We're at the very beginning of 2022. Believe it or not. And what I would love to do is peer into Josh's crystal ball and and see what, I mean, what's the 2022 marketing outlook for, for business owners? What do you think it looks like? What's it got in store for us? Or, or maybe more appropriate, how should a business owner prepare for, for the next year? What are your thoughts there? Yeah. Well, that's a loaded question, Michael. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, let's uh, we'll begin to unpack that. So I mean, 2021 has kind of been an interesting journey for uh, small business owners. And uh, if you're like most of us, you've dealt with the labor shortage. And that seems to have been uh, across the board. Uh, All of my peers all have different different levels of it. But um, it's not only the shortage of people that want to work that are capable of working, but now you got to kind of pay them more, too. So we're kind of being forced into that minimum wage, whether it's there or not we're having to increase that amount for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Um, that definitely impacts the day-to-day operations for uh, any small business. And uh, for 2022, I, I think automation is going to play a key role in that because, and, and not just using systems to automate, but just internal having, as you have to, as employees leave, you have to onboard new people and you have to have a system in place to onboard them properly, to get them properly trained, and so they can step into that role. So, um, you know, not so much related to marketing, but it has a, a ripple effect with the labor shortage because now you can't onboard as many new clients uh, at the same level maybe that you need to. But uh, now you have to be smart about how you market, be able to adjust the number of leads and new customers that you have coming in to keep that quality of service high. Yeah. And, and that's really, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. And again, we might do a whole nother episode. When we think automation, and I know you, you, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a software automation guru, right? You, you've really helped a lot of businesses, but we tend to think marketing automation. 
which is important. But it's not just the automation, it's the people underneath it. And when you bring a new employee on, that onboarding process for a new employee should be automated at some level, right? They should go through a series of trainings or whatever it is. That would be a really interesting episode to say, here's another way you you have a CRM system, but let's use it for more than just marketing. That'd be that'd be fascinating. Mm-hmm. That'd be fascinating. Yeah, most people just think of it in terms of uh, marketing automation. You, you really have three different areas that you can do. You have internal promotions to your internal list. You have external promotions to people that don't know you yet. But then you also have your team, you know, your, your internal team, and you can have a series of as simple as newsletters that go out to the team. But, Michael, to your point, having that onboarding process where it's here's the schedule of everything that I want you to do, uh, your itinerary, or here's your, you know, here's your onboarding document. Um, I, I, am, I implemented that in my gym several years ago, and uh, that was one of the best things that, because even as long as I've been doing it, I still miss stuff, and uh, I have that, you know, nobody wants to get that phone call. Hey, uh, I don't know how to do X, Y, Z, and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, I totally forgot to show you that. <laughs> uh, so, and, yeah. and uh, you know, maybe maybe it's just me, but I don't think so. I think I don't uh, think so, so. Having that guide. Uh, and using automation to help deliver that the onboarding is, is I think, a great idea. Yeah, yeah, and, and so we'll, yeah, I'll make, I'll make it. We'll we'll do that because it's and and these systems aren't they're not hard to create. I think many many business owners hear the word I've got to create a system. Oh, I've got to sit down for four hours and go from A to Z and get everything. It's like no, you sit down and you get what's out of your head down, and it's probably forty percent right. And then the next week you add two more pieces and now it's 50%, right? It's, it's always a constant thing and you'll get that phone call and you go, huh, totally forgot about that because as a business owner who's really built the business, I, I have forgotten more about my business than most of my employees will ever know, right? Mm-hmm. I just forget that that's, I, I go from A to Z pretty quick on some processes. I forget between A and Z, there's a great big B through Y, and, and I need to get every one of those. And, and that's, that's yes. building systems. It's an ongoing process. But pretty soon you get one, you know, you get a few of them done. It's like, hey, this automation thing works. And it frees yes. me up to stay focused on, on what I need to be doing. So I, I know you talk about a lot about automation. And we're going to talk a ton about that, especially when it comes into to, um, lead flow systems and lead generation systems and, and overcoming labor issues. Um, all of that. Let's talk about um, you. You talk. You you have this phrase which I really like. It's called the gr- uh, growth flywheel. Is mm-hmm. is the way I, I've I've heard you say it. And there are kind of like three steps to a growth flywheel. Now you you don't know this about me, Josh. I used to be a mechanic years years decades ago, right? And I used to put together transmissions and engines. And, and when those two come together, there's this there's this one mechanism that makes it all work. It's called a flywheel. And if the flywheel has teeth missing or something, uh, that car is not going very far, right? And so I love the idea of a growth flywheel because that helps your business grow. Let's unpack that for us. What, do you, what is a growth flywheel and, and how would somebody go about creating one for this, this new year? Yeah, and, and to give credit where credit to do, you know, I learned this from uh, Ryan Dice at the Scalable Company, and uh, they put together this framework. You know, talking about the growth flywheel, and it just resonates with me from a systems perspective. Uh, that that's kind of the way I work, and I, I, in my mind, building out campaigns, building out processes, workflows, 
but it just resonated with me and it stuck. So, um, you know, the, the flywheel consists of really a few different things. Uh, first of all, you want to document your entire process and I like to call them milestones, but you have your big nuggets and using a flow, really like a flow chart, but, uh, I found it to be best like a whiteboard and post-it notes. And, uh, you just, you begin to stick stuff up there and you begin to document that whole process. Now within that you have not only your, your customer acquisition, how you get customers, but then also how you fulfill their needs. And that, you know, once you sign somebody up, that's really just the beginning. So now how do I deliver that? That's a, a whole second stage. But then Michael, to your point about related to labor and onboarding new employees, you have that here's my onboarding sequence or my onboarding workflow. Here's everything I need to show them and ideally when. And um, one point about that, when you're talking about automation and using it to onboard new customers, as business owners, we get busy and frazzled and, and uh, fractured with our time. So yeah. sometimes we don't do as good a job as we should be doing onboarding somebody because we, so I'll show you this in just a minute. And then we don't go into enough detail Yes, because we don't have the time, but you have that automated system to do that and help to bridge that gap. So um, it does. But and, first and, step of that growth funnel. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. And I was going to say, let me jump in there because again, it's processes and automation. Too many times. I mean, I've got a coach in in, in um and, and he's really big. He's built multiple businesses on systems, right? And his system process is get out a three ring binder and start writing down number one, number two, number three, and that's how he builds systems, and that's great. I don't like that from me. I like automation. I like video. Okay. You're going to find out from me, Josh, if you cut my arms off, I go mute. Okay. I talk with my hands. And, and so our processes in our company are, are usually video driven. Then we transcribe it into text. So we have both, but it helps me build systems so much faster. So I want a, a business owner out there to understand building systems and using automation can take a variety of, 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 venues and, and things. It doesn't have to be just written because that's what I always thought is a system has to be written like a Word document. Not so. It can be. So I just wanted to throw that in there. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's perfect. And, and I'll add one thing to that. Like if you have, and, and if you've done written ones before, like on a Google Doc or Word doc, you've printed it out and you print it out, you stick in a three ring binder and it goes on a shelf, never to be looked at again. Uh, I know the, the cleanest documents that I have, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time years ago in the gym documenting everything and, uh, you know, it looked great, but man, those are in pristine condition right now because nobody ever uses them. So uh, I think the other part of that, I love the video idea is having a catalog or, uh, you know, some kind of resource where it's easily retrievable. Here's how I'm supposed to do this process. And, uh, so there's some tools that I think maybe we can talk about in the future, on a future episodes, like unpacking what that might look like. Cause there's a, there are a bunch of different tools, but the key is that you choose a tool that your team, you and your team will use consistently. So, um, that was all tangent talking about, you know, building out the, the journey, but, um, there's a lot, lot to unpack there, but, uh, you know, kind of going back to the growth flywheel, the second part of it is great. You know, now I have this system of coming into place, but I don't know how well it's working. And that's where we really build out scorecards. You're hearing, you're hearing called, you know, key performance indicators, uh, KPIs. Uh, but I like the idea of a scorecard because, uh, you know, I like sports and, uh, you, you know, taking me back to athleticism and athletes. And uh, so a scorecard, and that resonates with my audience typically. So we have a scorecard that you track on a weekly basis. 
And now you have this growth flywheel that has these key, and to your point, Michael, about having to document everything, that's like, when you think about it, that gets way overwhelming. Yeah. But really, there are only like a few really important stages that really you need to document. And if you focus just on those, and you, you then it minimizes how much really you have to do. You only focus on the, it's the 80-20 rule. You focus on the 20% of the things that give you 80% of the results. And um, that's why we, you know, we focus on the primary stages or primary things that we want to really focus on. But then we have the scorecard that keeps track of how successful those things really are. Are they working or not? And then uh, we track that on a weekly basis. And then we, uh, then we want to look at it every 90 days to really identify here's, here are the top three things that we can do to improve because I, I'm not, I've never been a fan of annual planning. Uh, it's great to have maybe a three-year vision, but, um, you know, my, my annual plan back in 2019, at the end of 2019, was really worthless um, in about 60 to 90 days. So um, found 90 days is a good rhythm for, um, you know, and there, there's a book, The 12-Week Year is fantastic resource. Yep. So. Well, that, that's but, a great uh, resource. The other, the other book that I just read this year that we're implementing is called Traction. It's an entrepreneurial operating okay. system. And, and they have you do a three-year vision, a one-year plan, but they really drive it to 90-day goals and, and big rocks mm -hmm. because they said the same thing. 90 days will keep it close enough that you can stay focused on it, but it's far enough that you have time to move. And every 90 days, you revamp your one-year plan and you go, okay, what's the next 90 days? I love 90 days. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So that, that becomes your growth flywheel and uh, those three components, you know, you have your, your acquisition process as well as, you know, how you fulfill, don't leave out the team, but then you have the scorecards to track it. And then you have your 90 day sprint. Here's everything we're going to do 90 days, the next 90 days to really positively impact and improve those scorecards. So for example, in social media, if we want to have, um, you know, if we want to improve the number of leads that we have coming in, we can build out a scorecard around that where we, you know, we're running Facebook ads or Instagram ads for you know, targeting a specific audience to take a certain action. Now we have a specific number that tells us the result. Is it working or not? And uh, so, you know, that way, you know, here's the marketing that is working. Yeah. And that's so important. Brian and I have talked about this multiple times and I tell my clients all the time, uh, marketing is, is there, there's a lot of testing that goes on in marketing, right? And we, we put it and you never know if something's going to work or not until you put it in front of the audience and you let the market determine if an ad's going to work or not. We can sit in our glass ceiling office all day long and say, well, this should work. Put it in front of the office. Yep. And so now what you have is a is a, a, a rhythm, a scorecard, a process to go, OK, every week we're going to check this. We're going to look at the numbers. And is it working or not? It's not did it fail or not? It's is it working or not? How do we tweak it? And we can talk all about that. Um, it's interesting, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a sports guy, which is great. I'm a, I'm a car guy because I'm a mechanic. So you got a flywheel, you got the growth flywheel, and then your three steps are customer acquisition process. You've got, that's your growth engine. So flywheel and engine, mm -hmm. you've got your build out, your scorecard. I put that as the dashboard in your car. Do I have gas or not? Mm -hmm. Right. And then you've got to establish a 90 day sprint. I, I just call that the accelerator. So I, it, it's fun yeah. because you look at it from a sports thing. I look at it from a car thing and it works. So somebody out there is going yeah. to have some other analogy, but the deal is it's simple. I can grab a hold of it really quickly and I can share it with my team so we can all get on board. 
so that as, as a business owner, and maybe as a solopreneur, I'm running all this and I'm putting all the numbers in. But hopefully my business is growing and I've got people around me who the marketing person is putting the marketing numbers in, right? The salesperson is putting the sales numbers in. Mm -hmm. And then once a week, we're all getting together for a 30-minute meeting. You go, okay, how are we doing? And we look at the numbers and we go, okay, wow, we need to make a change. Is, is that kind of how it works? That's exactly right. Yeah. And and uh, so you kind of, when you review those numbers on a weekly basis, you really can even identify, here, here are my number. Of course, this is all according to the 90-day plan, right? So here's right. our goal for 90 days. How are we tracking towards that 90-day goal? And you can even, even color code it. So it's like, you know, red, I need some help. You know, we ain't going to get there without some help. We need to unpack it and, and fix it. But uh, yellow means, hey, we're going to be close. We need a little adjustment. Green means, I don't even have to look at it. I know it's good to go. That's interesting. I not I, and because uh, it, it goes back to my dashboard, right? You drive down the road, the little amber light comes on. It says you're low tire. Mm -hmm. The red one comes on. And says engine oil low. You stop, right? So that's very yep. interesting. Huh. Yep. And, and the cruise Same control idea. comes on as green. Yeah, I love. No, I love that because, and that's something that in a like a spreadsheet or a Google sheet, you can just do a formula so that when a certain number hits that, like leads, mm -hmm. we need twenty leads a week, and if you put in seventeen then the formula will make it yellow automatically, right? So you could you can automate a bunch of that stuff too. That's Oh, I never thought about color coding. That's really cool. Yep. Uh, that makes it, everybody responds to the pictures and colors. It's easier to identify the problem areas without having to look closely at the numbers because, again, as entrepreneurs, we got a few things going on. Yeah. So I want to eyeball it, look at it one time, and the red kind of stands out. It does. Yeah. And I don't know if you're like me, we'll find out, but I don't like digging into numbers. That is not my strength. That, <laughs> no. Give me an ice pick, man. Um, but yep. they're important. I just need somebody on my team who can inform me what, what's going on. So that's good. So th this whole concept of 2022, the crystal ball and things, really, it, it's funny because, you know, too many business owners get all hung up on last year versus this year and, and what's going to happen this year. And the reality is just we don't know. Right. But what I do know, and I can't control what happens. I mean, nobody could have controlled COVID and all that. Right. The question is, what what are you doing with what you can control? And you've just laid out a, a something that a business owner can control because every business owner can create a growth flywheel for their business. Right. That's right. Yep. And that's yeah. uh, I think as you don't know what's coming up, um, the, the, the key is like in your marketing consistency, whether that be in your marketing or going to the gym or eating pretty good. It's all about consistency and uh, your consistent message as you put it in the marketplace, whether it's delivered through social media ads or organic or through email, you never know when the recipient's going to be ready to respond to that because their life has changed their body. You know, they have changed since the last time they heard it. They may have seen it again, but they weren't ready to receive it. It's kind of like when you go to church and you've heard the sermon before, but this time it feel like you feel like the pastor's talking directly to you yes. because you're ready to receive the message. So yeah. um, anyway, that's, you have the consistency is key with the, the, our marketing messages as we put it out in the marketplace. Yeah. And that's great. And, and I know we'll talk about this a lot in consistency, not only with delivering your message with consistency, but the follow-up process, because you might get a lead today statistically that person's most of those people that come into your funnel today aren't ready to buy today. They're ready to buy in the next three, six, nine, 12, 18 months. What are you doing to consistently engage with them through a, through a automated process 
to follow up with them so that when they're ready, the phrase I like to use that I got from my marketing guru, Roy Williams, is I want to be the first one they think of and the one they feel the best about when they're need, when they're ready. That's follow-up. That's nurturing, right? Most business owners don't do that. I know you've got some systems in place that, to help business owners, and we're going to talk about those in the, in the coming days. But I wanted to talk today about the, the, your 2022 outlook, your, Josh's crystal ball, really as, as the, the, the – what's inside of a crystal ball? Is it, is it um, fog? What, I mean, whatever's inside that crystal ball, right? That sure. Stuff, yeah. the, the, that sounds good. I have no I idea. What's inside of a crystal ball? It, it's <laughs> whatever. But once it goes down, um, yep. what you can see clearly is the businesses that are going to do better in 2022 and every year are the ones who actually install a growth flywheel where they have an, a, a process for customer acquisition. They have a scorecard that they're running their business on. And really, they have a 90-day focus to know if they're if they're on track to hit not just 90 day goals, but those 90 day goals lead into a one year plan of some nature. At, at the nutshell, that's kind of what what every business needs to move toward to make this year and every year really a better year because you've got a handle on your business, right? That's right. Yep. Awesome. I love that, Josh, man. That, that is simple. I love the name of it, the growth flywheel. Um, you should write a note to Ryan Dice and say thanks for that. And um, yep. I'm sure he, he, would, he would love the fact that you're still using it. I mean, what better, what better accolades to a coach or, or somebody that you give them some information, they actually do something with it. Implementation's key. So way to go. All right, buddy. We will, uh, we'll come back next week and, and talk about something else that's, that's equally as exciting as the growth flywheel. And uh, keep going and seeing how you can help more people um, grow their business this year and, and every year. Josh, thanks so much for being here, buddy. Yeah, thanks, Michael. Take care. Social media marketing should be part of your overall business growth plan. Josh Hightower can help you leverage the power of online marketing without wasting your time or money on hit or miss tactics. Learn more about how Josh and his team can help you by reaching out to them at GoSocialExperts.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so each new episode will be sent to you automatically when it's released. Thanks for listening to the Go Social Podcast with Josh Hightower.